Hello, fellow Earthlings! Hey, welcome. welcome to episode number 43, 43, 43 of the Fresher and Parlance Show. I am. Oh, you broke me up. I usually do the I am Parlance first. I know! Mixing it up, mixing it up. You gotta tell me that before you do it, otherwise I stumble, I talk over you. Whatever. I, that's, that's our format, you talking over me. That's not true. <laughs> Maybe the first 15 episodes. But that, after that, I got better at it. Anyway, I am Parlance. I already did mine, so. <laughs> I gotta, and I am Parlance. How about that? Is that better? Both of them were amazing. Yeah. But uh, note to our viewers tonight, it is an extreme wind night, and the power might go out. So if we're cut short because of a natural power disaster, that's that. Yeah, just deal with it. Sorry, it's gonna. Be, you could we could tune in tune in next week or watch a rerun. We'd appreciate. Yeah, that. if you still have power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you still have power, and if you don't have power and you can't watch live, you could watch us again on our YouTube channel or download us on iTunes. Which is uh, we've been getting a lot of heat on the iTunes. Really? Well, you're the like, one that show you show me those show logs. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, I could the download logs for the. The podcast. I don't really have a way to measure that. I thought maybe you saw some sort of iTunes dashboard or something. No, I don't think they have anything of that sort. So yeah, I don't think so either. But well, anyway, it's been two weeks. Uh, yeah. This, yeah. Actually, what, wait. Or is it three weeks? Right. So since our last uh, I think episode, it was two, wasn't it? Well, we missed two. We had Thanksgiving and the week after Thanksgiving. Oh, so it, yeah, two shows have gone by, but it has been three weeks. Yeah. So a lot has happened. Yeah. Um, I will say that I listened to some of our podcasts on the plane coming back from Costa Rica to and from, I should say. And man, are they dry. So I'm going to <laughs> spice up this episode. I think I have some, some ways to kind of just uh, to make things a little bit better. We'll see we how that goes. We need a ricochet goes. bullet. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually pretty good. I'm impressed with myself. <laughs> um. So, but I did listen to a few. I was it was pretty exciting um, to kind of like listen to myself speak uh, while listening to myself speak. You know, the other voice in my head. So uh, <laughs> that is anyway. exciting. I don't know. So anyway, uh, let's just get right into it. Thanksgiving happened. Ooh. Did you do anything? Oh yeah, it was Thanksgiving. That's right. I did have a good Thanksgiving. It what? snowed. I think that was like the day that it snowed here. Oh yeah, it did. I so I, I I was in Costa Rica for Thanksgiving and I watched um, the Seahawks play the 49ers um, in Spanish. That was my how I spent my Thanksgiving. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Yeah, I went to a coffee uh, um, plantation and and t- did a tour there and ate some coffee beans. And I could already my oh. lights are flickering. It might flicker at the same time. That's crazy because we're not even near each other. <laughs> Um, so, uh, let's, uh, so your Thanksgiving was good? Oh, yeah, my Thanksgiving was good. I was at my uncle's. I had some smoked turkey. He smokes it himself. And, uh, family Wait, what's, uh, what's the process of smoking turkey? Is it a, a lengthy process? I'm assuming because it's a big I mean, bird. You have to smoke that thing for days. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's pretty long. He just has a smoker in his, like, yard, and he smokes stuff. So, he, yeah, it's good, though. It's super good. Well, kind of, though, I, we may get into too much detail here, but I know people do like to talk about smoking meats. Do you know what kind of smoker that he has? I don't. 
I don't actually know that much about smokers. I just know that he had like he got one a couple of years ago, and so we've always been doing this. He's pretty okay. into it. I'm sure that he would be able to answer that question, given that he did it himself. So I mean, he'd probably have to know. It'd be weird if he didn't. He's like, well, I don't know. I just throw some junk in there and it smokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he does know because that's typically what people who people who get into smoking really get into smoking. Yeah. Yeah. They really get into it. I have a friend um, The smokers. Yeah, I have a friend who um who is a smoker uh and he I I swear I swear on I see it on the Facebook feed like Oh, I smoke this. I smoke that, like jalapenos. I smoke bacon wrapped in pork. Oh, I smoke this. I smoke that. It's just an unending, like thread of meats being stuff smoked. that he has smoked. Just smoking meat. Those meat smokers. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then, then of course we had the uh, the Black Friday. Did you do any Black Friday shopping? I did not do any Black Friday stuff. I didn't. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm not that into shopping, I guess, anymore. I, I already have everything. And, yeah, it was kind of, it's kind of messed up. I was reading an article about how, like, um, Black Friday is totally like the real-life Hunger Games because now everyone who, like, you know, everyone's just watching on the news, like, a bunch of people who actually can't afford things, like, trying to get these deals because they're really important to them. And making fun of them for being crazy. But I it's say, important to those people because there are actual deals and they usually wouldn't be able to afford it. I'm... I uh, So this year, I will be purchasing one present. One present? Yeah, one present. That's so... I, and I already know what it is. It was It's for my mother. She asked me specifically... She not asked me. She requested something very specific that could only be well. I'm sure it could be purchased elsewhere, but if she require that, and so that's it. That's the only gift I have to buy this year. It's pretty good. How many gifts do you have to buy this year? You don't have to tell me what and who, but just I know. Uh, maybe like five. I try to I try to keep it down on a number of gifts. I don't. You know, I you know my wife and I we don't uh, we don't exchange gifts. Yeah, that's cool. I know. I was asking about that. And it seems like usually when people say that, it's like, especially the, when the girl tells the guy, like, oh, no, we don't need to do presents. It still means that you need to do presents. <laughs> and so, like, they just say it, and then, like, if you don't do it, they're all disappointed. I mean, at least according to TV and, like, uh, other people that I know. Uh, uh, it's sort of true. I think what here's I will say this. Look, so we went we I traveled to Costa Rica, which I was going to give into little details on that. I did have some insight that I wanted to share with the audience. Um, but so we left on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving and and came back the Sunday, like essentially twelve days later or whatnot. And you know, there's a big lead-in to the holiday spirit. You know, the idea of having a Christmas holiday. Yeah, um, just the festivities, right? Like, you know, you have your Thanksgiving and your Black Friday sort of officially, I mean, kicks off the holiday shopping season. And then, you know, then all of, all of the Christmas lights are out and all of the... Um, yeah, it's like the crossover. The music is playing in the stores is all Christmas-themed or holiday-themed music. Um, I came back essentially a week and a half after Thanksgiving and there was Christmas lights everywhere and the music was playing 
And because I was like in some sort of tropical place, and they did have Christmas trees there. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Yeah. And a lot of them, they keep them outside, and I think it's a space issue. They put them on their front porch, the Christmas trees, because the places that they have are so tiny. Um, oh, yeah. But, cool. but the, I had no spirit. And because my wife now is traveling, she's traveling for work and then has to do another work trip, and she won't be back until the 20th of December. Basically think, forever. Basically, for the next two and a half, three weeks, she's gone. Like, Isn't in, that through Christmas too, right? No, she'll be back for the 20th. So wow. in, what is that, nine days. So, um, But yeah, so we I'm not even putting up a Christmas tree. So I have no holiday spirit right now. I don't have any gifts to buy. I miss Thanksgiving. I miss Black Friday. I come back, lights are up, things are... But I don't have the holiday spirit in me right now. That's it's rough. That's rough. Yeah, it's crazy. I've never. I, I'm, not, I'm not super. I have lights up, but I just leave them up all year. And then I have a holiday tree that's multi-holiday. So, it right now is a Christmas tree, but it's been several other holiday trees in the like through the year, and it's just neutral with blue and silver decorations. But uh, yeah, I just I have that up, so maybe that counts. I have a little bit of spirit. Because I have a holiday train. <laughs> yeah, so this, uh, yeah, so if you have, uh, again, you could reach us at, at Fresh and Par on Twitter. Um, if you have some ways that you think you could get me into the holiday spirit, let me know. Because I'm the not. The music's not working. I don't know. The music's not even working. Yeah, so but, at oh, Fresh and Par, tell me. Tell me. How could I get into the holiday spirit? I don't I'm know. Like, I'm not even the Grinch. The Grinch tried to steal holiday spirit, right? He was Maybe you need to, um,. I don't know. Need to like meet some ghosts or something. That usually helps. Right? Oh yeah, that does. Yeah, but the, the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future—just all of them. You just need the the ghost of Christmas spirit. That might help. That might oh, help. I saw your light flash again. But I will say this: that is not practical because I don't know how to summon <laughs> ghosts or maybe drugs. You gotta do some peyote or something. <laughs> some get you in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> Go to, what's it? Go to Peru. Your, your Christmas spirit animal. <laughs> uh, go to IU, Go to Peru and do an ayahuasca trip. To yeah. Like, yeah. Um, hey, so you were in. Um, you were mentioning you're in Costa Rica for Thanksgiving. I was in Costa Rica for Thanksgiving. Do they have turkey there? We got a tweet about that. So it's funny you mentioned that. Um. From yeah. They have they they so they do have turkey like in the stores if you were to look for turkey, um, but I had a, a official goal. Well, it was kind of like an unofficial official goal. I I put it out there. It was kind of an aggressive goal to see 100 unique species of bird. Yeah. Oh, so ooh, this is a bird tie-in. Yeah. Um, and I got very close. I got over 90, but I didn't hit the hundred. Did but, you see turkey? I saw the Costa Rican equivalent of turkey. What? I saw, yeah, yeah. I saw the crested wan and the black wan. Now, the black wan is, it's spelled G-U-A-N, but I think they say wan. Like, like I think, guan, guan. I, I think like you just keep saying it. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> is it because that's what it sounds like? Sort wah, of. Wah. 
So, um, let me see if I could get a picture of the crested wan so that people could see what I'm talking about here. Um, but it's the it's the unofficial like it's like the turkey of Costa Rica. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I saw the one of those. Unofficial turkey of Costa Rica. Yeah, it's a real turkey turkey shoot over there. <laughs> that would so be a can, cool. Does uh, that, does that work? Do you see that one? Do you see that turkey? Oh yeah. That's the turkey of Costa Rica right there. That looks way cooler than the regular turkey. It's like. Black. It looks like it's like a turkey with like a mohawk. Yeah, so that turkeys already have weird head hair, but and it doesn't have like the weird hangy downy thing. Well, it does sort of. It's it's under there, but yeah. So they do have a turkey, and but they don't celebrate turkey. Um, they don't eat turkey. There's no Thanksgiving there. Although someone said to me Happy Thanksgiving, but I think he knew I was just like a white dude from the U.S. I totally would do that. Man, if I think that if I lived somewhere where there was a lot of white tourists and I wasn't white, I would totally like do that for, you know, what you know, holidays like that. I can't um, think of how I could do that the opposite direction though. It has to be, you know, that direction. And then um I asked them, I said, Hey, so you know, in America we eat lots of turkey, you know, for the holidays. What do you eat? And the lady looked at me and she goes, Pork. And I go, what do you mean pork? She's like, yeah, we we just eat pork every day, every day during the holidays. That's the big thing. I'm like, oh. You were okay. saying too that uh, if you get something um, with no meat, it just means no beef. Yeah. So if you, so as you know, I don't eat, you know, cow, pig, or um, any lamb. Sheep. You're a selective vegetarian. Yeah. Um, I eat fish. But if you go and you say, uh, like, seen carne. Like like no no meat right? They just assume you're saying no cow. Yeah. So they'll if they'll throw in pork, they'll throw in chicken, they'll throw in fish, they'll do whatever. But so you have to essentially specifically say like no like any of any meat. So like no, you know I forget what I can't even remember my my. You're trying to I mean did you use that much Spanish? I would just say it in English. I just said, well, some places didn't, they didn't speak English, or they were that, so you would say vegetariano or something like that. I think that was the... O, is that a thing, or did you just put an O on it? No, that's that's the thing. Really? Vegetariano? Yeah. Or Ana. Yeah. But they, I eat fish, so they have a lunch dish in, in Costa Rica called a casado. Do you know what it, did you have a casado? I don't, I don't think so. So a casado is a very, ama- it's an amazing dish. Um, it's just everything. It's a salad, it's hunks of avocado, usually some fried plantain, some rice, some beans, and then a protein. So you specify your protein. So when you order it, you could say, I want, you know, chicken, or I want fish. So every day, I pretty much had a casado con pescado. Yeah. And and there, it's super good. Casado con pescado? Yeah. Exactly. Sounds cool. Yeah. So I would eat that pretty much every day, and it was like uh, like roughly around eight dollars, eight to ten dollars, depending on on where you really? went. That seems expensive. No, Costa Rica is not cheap. Huh. Um, I mean, we were not in like uh, the rural areas where you probably could get one for maybe six bucks. Yeah, but I take that back. You could pro- we probably had ones for six bucks, six fifty, but I'd say on average it was about eight bucks. Hmm. Um. 
yeah, Costa Rica, uh, Rica is not a cheap place. Um, it's it's not expensive because you could eat at a like four star restaurant for ten bucks, but then you oh, could, yeah. but then you could get a four star restaurant like in the hotel that's like twenty bucks. But that's like the hotel, so who eats at the hotel anyway? Um, <laughs> uh, so anyway, back to uh, Costa Rica since we were we brought it up. I did see sloths. I know. Oh yeah, I know sloths are cool. Yep, so slots. I saw three three species of monkey. I saw nine, like I said, nine. I think it was my final count was like ninety four. Yeah, the bird thing's the most impressive. Ninety birds. Ninety four birds. Ninety four. I don't even think birds. that I've seen ninety four types of bird in my whole life. Um, unidentified birds. Um, I did see the resplendent quetzal, which was on my life list of something I wanted to see. It's endemic. I saw many birds endemic specifically to the cloud force. So for instance, the black one, which you that was the crested one, which is all over the country, the black one yeah. is endemic to the Costa Rican cloud force. It's only there in the world. And I saw a number of birds that are endemic only to the cloud force. Like That's six pretty awesome. Yeah, so on my Good life job. list What was that? Good job. Yeah, so I, I I was doing this this bird list and I was doing it and I was I I had I hired a bird watcher and he was like sp- spotting them and I was like oh there's one and then he would look at it and he was like that's the so and so wait so like, you didn't identify it it no. was just identifying it was it was being yeah identified exactly I was able to identify ones that I'd seen multiple times but like yeah. like if the birding is difficult especially in the jungle dude yeah totally you, so what they what happens and just so you understand this this is how birding works in the jungle okay. <laughs> So it sounds like it should mean something else. So this is how birding works in the jungle. <laughs> uh, and by the way, this is by the way, this is exactly the story I promised to myself when I was listening to these podcasts, and I would not dive deep into stupid topics that I know no one cares about. But I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> in, in in the jungle, this is what happens. It's like. Two hours of boring, 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 and yeah. then 45 seconds to three minutes of pure craziness. Because what happens is, is you know, here, b- birds kind of, like, stay together, right? You know? Yeah. A duck is with the duck. Uh, you know, a, a crow is with the crow. You see maybe a random robin here or there, but you don't see lots of birds flocking together interspecies. But here in the jungle, specifically in the cloud forest, and you, we really, I spent 10 hours in this thing. I did, we spent 10 hours in this jungle. It was, a, yeah, it was, a, that's crazy. It was crazy. And, um, but because each bird has like a different kind of like habitat that they, or I should say eating pattern, like one eats this thing, one eats that thing, one eats this thing, the birds tend to flock together. Right, because they because the one bird which is going in and going at the moss shoots out another bug which that other bird wants to eat. Does that make yeah, sense? So it's like they all just like it's like a chain reaction. Yeah. So it starts with like these two birds, and I, it's like a common bush. I have the name of it. Um, tanager, I think, is what it's called. The common bush tanager, usually in pairs. That usually those two birds usually start the thing. And once they get in, then another bird comes on, then another bird comes, then a wood creeper, then this bird, then that bird, then this bird, and then they all just like start flying around in these packs or whatever flocks through the jungle. And if you're like walking around, you're looking for here, you may see one bird there, one bird there, one bird there. But then all of a sudden, it's just like 
boom, all these birds that come in, and you're like looking, you're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and you're trying, like, I'm like, here's one there, and then he was like, oh, I didn't get a good look at it. So if because I didn't able, I wasn't able to identify because there's so many birds that look very similar. Yeah, um, I mean the birds, they all have wings and stuff. But no, <laughs> I'm talking about color and shape and like all of that. Um, but they, I probably saw 150 types of bird. But I only was able to get an identification on yeah, it. Yeah, for not all of them. Yeah, so that's the thing. So it's very challenging. And and had I to do this again, which, by the way, my wife explicitly told me that she will never... Uh, I'm on my own for birding excursions. She was... <laughs> she, she was, like, not into it? She was not into it. I mean, she... It was so bad that at the end... So the resplendent quetzal, which is a rare bird, it's, it's endemic to that area... Um, and it's a gorgeous bird, so anyone out there, if you want to look up the resplendent quetzal, Q-U-E-T-Z-E-L. It's a cool name. Yeah, it's totally it's cool. A, that would be like a good band name or something. It's, it's Well, Jesus Lizard, you remember that band? No. Jesus, oh, well then, never mind. Um, is that a lizard? There's an actual, in Costa Rica, there is a, they call it the Jesus, well, there they call it Jesus Christ Lizard, but Jesus Lizard, it's the lizard that could run across the water. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, I've seen that in videos. Yeah, so th- I saw so many of those Jesus lizards, dude. It was like Jesus all over the place. Those Jesus yeah. lizards. Yeah. Anyway, um, and I saw so many iguanas. But anyway, back to this thing. The resplendent quetzal. My, we're we're going through the jungle, and people travel from all over the world just to come here to see that bird because that's yeah. the best place to see it. And normally you see within the first 10 minutes of the day because they're feeding at the time when you come into the park, which was we got up at 5.30 a.m. to get to the park at 6. Yeah, um, damn. Yeah. So we went from 6 to, like, noon, didn't see the bird at all, okay? And then I booked another tour after that at 1.30 to 4, okay? Yeah. So we went to lunch, did, started the tour around 1. The guy came a little early, so we got out there. We were doing everything. As we were walking back, I was deflated because I wanted to see this bird. I wanted to see this bird so bad, and I didn't see it. I was so depressed. But I was like, well, whatever. I've seen, like, I think I hit, like, 60 or 70 birds that day. Most of my birds came from that one day. Yeah. And and I was just like, but whatever. I've seen all these other fantastic birds that are only found here in the world. I should just, like, really just be happy that I'm here, and I got to experience this and had a great day. Um. And as we were walking back, some guide came running up to our guide. And he's like, we have one, we have one. And he's like, yeah. and our guide was like, run, 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 let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And we set up, and by the way, all the birders, they carry these, like, scopes. Big, you know, yeah, scope things. Yeah. And then at the end of it, we finally saw, it was the last bird I saw in the park that day. It made you, it made you wait. It wanted, like, to have all that suspense. It's like, I'm going to let him see me last. And, and it was resplendent. And, and, by the way, like I said, my, my wife was so bored with the whole day of, like, pretty much what I feel like our, our viewers are, how bored they are right now. <laughs> um, she was so bored that the sight of this magnificent red bird, it's parrot-like, with the tail that's, the male, it was a male, and the tail is probably, like, I think, they said from head to tail, um, at the very bottom, there's ones that's been as long as a meter. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was sitting perched in a tree, and my wife was just so excited, just so pumped. And that is how I know she was bored as hell, because that bird was beautiful, but it wasn't that beautiful, but it wasn't... <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was just, like, anything to, like, be interested. 
um, in it. It'd but, be uh, crazy if it like just all of a sudden died and fell off the branch right then. Like nothing attacked it, just had a bird heart attack or something. Oh, that Everyone would be so shocked. That'd be terrible. Dude, these birds live for like 70 years. Well, that was its last breath, maybe. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It <laughs> flew away shortly after. Shortly after we got there, it flew away. Into a car window. There's no cars up there, dude. <laughs> um, I have a lot to talk about Costa Rica. I don't want to bore anyone with the Costa Rica, but if you do have any comments you want to ask me. cool, though. Yeah, if you have any questions about Costa Rica, because I feel like I exhausted my talk on this, something specific, let me know at Fresh and Par. I will address it on the show tonight or well, next uh, week. I mean, Graham pointed out that... Costa Rica is rich coast, so things are kind of expensive there. Rich? What does that mean, rich coast? I mean, the Costa Rica, like the name. Oh, good point. Never even knew that. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense, I mean, when you say it more. Costa Rica. Well, I think the thing is, is that it's probably, they called it rich because it had very rich, fertile soil. I think it's just because stuff's expensive. All right, maybe. Maybe. I don't think so. I think it has to do with the soil, but maybe. I'll go with it. Yeah, they were like, oh, yeah. When they, that's when they were naming it. They were like, fuck, man. All those Spaniards were like, fuck, this rice and beans is expensive. This is a rich coast. <laughs> I ate so much rice. I ate more rice and beans in the, the, that 10-day period than I've had in the last four years. Really? They really need to get some soil down there because they need to replace the rice and beans. The rice and beans were delicious. For all I know, for all Not I know. A... Huh? I was going to say, for all I know, there was pork in every single one of them. I have no idea. <laughs> I bet they are pork fried or something. Um, but, uh, so good. It's your uh, not having meat forever. You're like, oh my god, this meat is so good. <laughs> <laughs> so I promised... Um, um, I'm in the fa you know fantasy football. We've touched on this a little bit. I just want to throw this out there. Uh, it is fantasy football playoff season. If your teams have made it, our listeners out there, if you don't listen to play fantasy football or your team didn't make the playoffs, I'm very sorry. One out of my three teams made the playoffs this year. I'm very excited about that. Um, and I am playing my good friend Patrick in uh, our fantasy league this year. And he was pinging me and trash-talking me, and he's, and I told him I'm above trash-talking, and any trash-talking I do, I'm going to do on air tonight on this show just so that I can let everyone in the world know how shitty his team is versus just him. <laughs> so I'm right now telling you, your team is so bad. That's all I got. I don't have any. You just, I don't you have, have, like, a follow-up? No. So bad. Yeah, it's so yeah. bad, yeah, that Bill Cosby wouldn't even roofie it. All right, there we go. <laughs> Very topical. Yeah, very topical. Yeah. So, but, um, uh, so speaking of topics, um, I saw some sort of kerchief that you showed me today that had some... Yeah. yeah, why don't you talk about that? I was excited because uh, one of the things I had been looking at that I finally got is an embroidery machine. So now I can do custom thinking to make some fresh air and parlance stuff. But uh, I just got my colored thread. So I could, I'm going to monogram all my stuff. I'm going to make like some sort of logo. I'm going to put on all my shirts and everything. It's going to be cool. I can put my name on my, uh, my lab coat here. Oh, did you? Let's see it. Show it to us. No, I didn't, but I can. I mean, I only got it like a couple days ago, so I haven't like set everything up. 
<laughs> I love I love you like I I could do it but I haven't done it. Anyway, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to say That's it's the story of my life. <laughs> I could do it but I haven't done it. <laughs> the lights are flickering here. Yeah, no, here too. I'm really surprised at how like together our flickering is. There's no way we're on the same I feel like you have like a different power provider. You don't even have the same one as me. I don't even know who my power provider is. PSE maybe? Future Sound Energy. Yeah, because mine is, like, Seattle Light. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? It's, like, deep. It's, like, somewhere on the, the forest with the main lines. Everything's going to go out. <laughs> so, um... But, yeah, embroidery machine. I'm excited about that. I will say this. Now, having seen your work and what you're doing and all the stitching and the cushions you made and, all, and the, the opportunities you have to do some, some crazy, fresher creation... Yeah. I'm gonna say, it's... I, it is funny to hear a man talking about embroidery. I'm just going to tell you. I'm going to be honest. I'm just going to be honest. I mean, I guess it's, a, you know, an old lady type situation, but it's a machine. I mean, it's computer controlled. You just put the stuff on the computer, and then you can have it. It's basically like a like a material printer. Yeah, I'm not denying that it's neat. I'm just pointing out it's like you're tapping into your inner grandma. <laughs> Yeah, so, it could be. It's like that. I'm making, I think, oh, I don't think my grandma watches the show, but we're thinking to make my grandma something with my embroidery machine. Also, I'm going to make hats. I can make, like, cool uh, embroidered hats with, like, cool logos or whatever. I can also make my own Nike stuff. Wow. Or I can make my own polo stuff. Oh, you're talking about putting the logo on the... Yeah, on the... I can just put, like, logos on stuff and... I can make my own, like, Chinese knockoffs. You should get, like, the... You should do something, like... Yeah, uh, let's talk about this offline. I think I have some ideas, and I don't want to say some stupid jokes on here right now, so... Uh, <laughs> really, you're not going to say some stupid jokes on here? I feel show? like... I feel as though <laughs> I've used up a lot of the jokes that I want to do right now. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Plus, it was mildly inappropriate. Ooh. So, um... Tom by the Wondering about your ranking here. This is a good question. Go ahead. What's that? Uh, rank Vietnam, Costa Rica, Patagonia, and South Africa in order oh of my God. how you like them. Oh, man. All right. What, what are the choices again? Vietnam. They're not choices. Well, they're destinations I've traveled in the last couple of years. So South Africa, Vietnam... Costa Rica and Patagonia. Okay. Yeah. Also, some, Graham had a good uh, joke for the um, the embroidery thing. I tapped into your inner grandma. Hiyo. Oh dear. Yeah, the ranking thing. All right. So here's the thing. I'm going to. This, they're so different. And it's unfair. But, okay, here we go. I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to go for whole experience. Patagonia one. Number Patagonia is number one? Yeah, Patagonia is number right. one. Well, it was just, it was overall, it had a lot more going on. Yeah. Um, then, um, I am going to go... South Africa, Vietnam, 
Costa Rica. Now, here's the thing. Talk to me on another day, and Vietnam might be above South Africa. But because Costa Rica's at the bottom of your list? Is it because it rains too much? Or is it because you only got to see that bird at the very end? Costa Rica's at the bottom of my list because the diversity of things that I did and the culture. I feel as though Costa Rica goes to the bottom. Like it's just like boring? No. Well, let me let me explain this. It's not boring. I and by the way, if I have some Costa Ricans because I was handing out fresher and parlance business cards and giving my URL out to everybody um, in Costa Rica, um, the Costa Rica has a lot of great things, and I had an amazing time. But South Africa, I saw zebras and lions and did safari, and it was just. Once it's, I felt like a almost like a once in a lifetime kind of thing going yeah. on safari like that, and um, Patagonia, the trip that we did, the itinerary we did, it was just filled with so much excitement, like so many amazing. It was like beautiful. Everything we did, every place we went to, was just adventure and beautiful. We walked on the ice fields. We did like. All of these amazing trips. We stayed at a probably my favorite hotel I've ever stayed at in my life. Really? Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. So it, it's not so much like the country, but it's the experiences that you plan while you're in the country that make that trip. And um, Vietnam, I put up there because it had, as an American going there, it was my first experience in a communist country. And it it really kind of and then knowing our involvement with the Vietnam War so there was this like history there as a an American going to Vietnam and Vietnamese yeah. and also Vietnamese food was amazing so to kind of like understand that culture a little bit better uh, like outside of like watching a Hollywood movie or um, you know maybe even reading a history book just but to go there and see the people and experience the food and and see the sites and all of those things like the sites were like some of them were amazing. I take that back. There was a uh, Halong Bay is just gorgeous. Like it's a it's a World Heritage site. It's a must see. Yeah. Um, but it's that's why I put that above Costa Rica. Costa Rica to me is like Hawaii meets Mexico. Huh? Yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. Also, you're saying I mean, and like it's kind of like a hippie culture because all those people moved there in the '60s or whatever. Yeah, so the Quakers moved there. Here's the thing. I like that about Costa Rica. I think Costa Rica is a great place, but he's making me stack rank three of my best vacations Top ever. Places, yeah. Yeah, like you can't, like, that's like totally unfair. Like if he said, what would you rather, but like, you know, Cabo San Lucas or Costa Rica, Costa Rica would win in a landslide. Or, you know, um, even I would take... Costa Rica over Hawaii probably 99% of the time. But, like, you know, he's picking, like, some top-notch destinations. It's kind of unfair. Totally. Another yeah. Costa Rica question. Yeah. Did all those beans make you gassy? You know what? Funny you mention it. <laughs> I, I was not gassy at all on this trip, and I am a 40 person, and I was not 40 on this trip. You're, you're a 40 Frankie? Um, no, I'm a 40 Peter. But it doesn't start with F. Oh well, then. For, <laughs> are you a forty fresher? Uh, yeah. Oh, maybe. There's, no, there's nothing fresh about my farts. I can tell you that. That's <laughs> for sure. 
Um, but yeah, so anyway, uh, while we were gone, something very important happened. Uh, Life-changing important. What happened? The new Star Wars movie Oh, trailer. yeah, the Star Wars trailer, yeah. I mean, how could we... We could not go... You missed the fanfare of the day that it came out. I know. Well, I know, and I missed... Dude, I'm down in um, Costa Rica. Everything's in Spanish except one channel, and that channel is uh, CNN, and it's it's a feed it's a feed of CNN that doesn't have commercials. So when Kurt, when like like Anderson Cooper would go to commercial break, it would just go to a weather screen for like two and a half minutes. That's weird. Yeah, and you have no idea how many times CNN goes to commercial, and you have. <laughs> And you have no idea how bad Muzak sounds with weather, like, graphics. It's just, like, it was a terrible watch viewing experience, but it was our only option, pretty much. That um, was in English? That was in English. And we saw a lot of protests as well. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yes. So while I was down there, I was like, holy crap, like, the U.S., shit's going down in the U.S. right now. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, the Star Wars, I missed the fan first, so it came out, when was it actually, so I left on Wednesday evening, before Thanksgiving, it had not come out yet. I think it was like, maybe the next day, because they had all the fake ones coming out, like, before that. Right. But then also, people made remakes, like, the same day or the next day of the original one. Yeah, I know. they, They released the Lego version of it, that was super quick. I feel as though it's amazing how fast people react, and and our culture right now, American culture, I should say it's global culture at this time, has this weird kind of uh, postmodern or pastiche, like this whole like idea of like you know mimetic or memes or whatever, like the yeah. idea that, but they they take things and then they redo them in very creative ways. But I honestly don't understand how people have the time to do these things. Like so fast. So fast too. I mean they also came up they came up with like three versions of the new trailer, but with clips from the old movie. So it's like pretty much shot for shot except for they just use clips from the old movie. That's that's crazy. So <laughs> we we were introduced to a black stormtrooper. Yeah. Which is like Big news. I mean the guy, not the suit. Well, he's the main character of the movie, I think. Oh, really? I don't know. But, I mean, his suit was still white. He was a stormtrooper. Yeah, but, I mean, they had also different colored stormtroopers in the movies. Yeah, so, well, obviously, I don't, look, I don't know, but I heard that there was an uproar on, like, what happened to Boba Fett. I thought they were all clones. Well, I don't think that he was a real stormtrooper, though. I, I, I don't know. I just assumed he was wearing a stormtrooper outfit. Oh, like uh, to, like when Luke and and Han were trying to rescue Princess Leia. Yeah. And then they jumped into the trash chute. Yeah, something like yeah. that is kind of what I imagined. Oh, that's possible, possible. All right. Because I he's like that. running away from stuff. But then also the um the triple lightsaber that was had an uproar. I like Stephen Colbert's take on that. Love Stephen Colbert's take on it, and I have. <laughs> uh, by the way, I have no problem with the triple lightsaber. What's the big deal? Why are people so pissy about the triple lightsaber? Get <laughs> over it. <laughs> but, I didn't think it was that cool, but I mean, what about the no problem with it? The 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 droid. Did you like the oh, droid? Oh yeah, the ball droid. That's I cool, like, I guess. I don't know. I, or as uh, as Stephen Colbert said, 
uh, R2-D2's head on a soccer ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, last but not least, the most important piece of this thing was the Millennium Falcon. Was it not? Oh, yeah. It's by the, it goes down by the land and whatever and stuff. Yeah, it, that, I think, uh, was like... I think like, the X-Wings on the water was pretty cool, too. Oh, I agree. But I think the Millennium Falcon, we haven't seen new footage of the Millennium Falcon since, like, 1980-whatever, 4 or whatever. Yeah. So that was that was pretty exciting. I was that to me. Here's the thing. I feel like I watched it in Mexico, and I watched it late at night. Wait, and, you mean the movie? No, the trailer. And I just Are you feel guys like through Mexico. I'm sorry, Costa Rica. I apologize. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I watched it in Costa Rica in, after doing a hike of some sort um, on the Friday or maybe the Saturday after it already released, and I feel like. It wasn't the same. I feel like if I were in the U.S., and I don't know why, with other people around me, like maybe in the office or something, like just like to talk about it. There just wasn't – It. I just feel like I didn't have en- enough like – You missed like the cultural point. Yes. I feel like, like – Remember when the Star Wars preview came out? Yeah, or like if I were in the theater on Thanksgiving night because I used to go to the movies every Thanksgiving. Oh, really? That was a, that was a tradition? Yeah, we would do that. It was a tradition. I would go with my mom and my cousins and, you know. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and we did that, you know, growing up. That was, like, a thing we would do. So I probably would have saw it in the theater, and it probably would have been, like, goosebumps kind of moment. But I didn't get that because I was watching it on my phone or something. (laughs) Phone, I mean, that's still a 1080p screen. True, true. But uh, the two Uh, other uh, reviews that came out that were pretty epic were the Terminator Genesis one. Which seems pretty cool. More time, like there's so many time movies coming out. But then the Mad Max that just came out today, right? Yeah. What do you think? What? All right. If you were going to rank the Star Wars trailer, the Lost World trailer, the uh, what's Lost World? The the new Jurassic Park movie. Oh, Jurassic World. Did you watch that one? Yeah, I did. All right. Sorry. Here, let's stack rank them. Star Wars, Jurassic World. Mad Max or Terminator? Rank them. One through four. Wait, not or, right? I think I would go Mad Max, Terminator, Star Wars, Jurassic Park. Okay, I would... I might put... I may go with you on that. I don't know, but I the... Mean, term- I think that... I'm not really that excited about the Jurassic Park one. I mean, I like the first Jurassic Park, but I don't know. This is, This one didn't seem that cool. And I don't understand why they keep, like, the whole Jurassic Park story, why would they do that again? I mean, like, if it's a continuation, it's not like a remake. Like, they're just being ridiculous. Like, they're going to escape. And then, um, again, then the Star Wars one, it was good, but I feel like there wasn't much content. It was more of, like, a teaser, you know? Like, there were cool shots and stuff, but... And the Terminator one had a lot... It was, like, intense, like... I didn't even know what was going on. There was they had so many tie-ins with like the thing. They're like, whoa, how's that like gonna be or whatever? And I had no idea what that story was gonna be either. Like the Star Wars one doesn't even tell you what the story is gonna be. It's just nope. like some scenes. So this official official Star Wars trailer will is going to be released in the front of the new Avengers movie this summer. Yeah, and then the um the Mad Max one was just intense. I don't even know what that's happening either. But like, that was like a whole movie in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> and I still, like, don't even know what the story is, really. I know, I know. But the thing was, I there that scene in the Terminator where the truck is, like, flipping, and they're, like, doing all... Or the school bus, excuse me, is, like, yeah. flipping. 
dude, that looked amazing. I thought that looked awesome. The Mad Max one, it was so frenetic, and, like, the people with the Bane masks and, yeah, like, yeah. weird lips and, like, staffs and skull. Well, because it was all, that's what Mad Max is about, is, like, the crazy yeah. stuff. So I never saw Mad Max, so maybe I should see Mad what? Max. Yeah. You should see that. That's a good movie. All right. We do have to, speaking of movies, we do have to get into our movie review, but I wanted to, I really wanted to. We have so many other topics. Two weeks. I know. I know. We have so many topics. But uh, I saw this on CNN today, and it was 28 internet acronyms every parent should know. Oh, yeah. This is the one that you told me not to check. Yeah, because I wanted to quiz you. I wanted to quiz you. me at it. Yeah. So we know LMK, let me know. I didn't know that. You knew LMK, let me know. By the way, these aren't the, you know, not the ones we were that I'm going to quiz you on because we're going to get into them. And these are the, the ones, now keep this in your mind said. These are things that parents should know what kids are doing. And I'm going to quiz you and you see if you get it right. And I'm going to be honest with you whether I knew it or not, okay? Yeah. All right, ready. Number one, IWSN. IWSN. I want some now. Close. I want sex now. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's the same thing. Uh, I just yeah. thought it was some, like not that explicit. Like, yeah. give me a little something, something. How about this one? How about this one? G-N-O-C. Uh, on go now. I don't know. I don't know. All right. What is it? Get naked on camera. No, I would not have guessed that. Did you know that? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, these are way different. Like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to know any of these. Uh, what's a sugar pick? A sugar pick? Yeah. I don't know what that is either. That's a suggestive or erotic photo. It's called a sugar pick? Yeah. What's how, about this? how about this one? Nine-nine. Just nine-nine? Yeah. Uh, is it like 69? Nope. Parent. Is it, oh, I feel like graphic-wise it would be spooning. It means parent gone. Parent gone? Yeah, parent gone. And nine, you know what nine is? Uh, just nine? Yeah. Parents there? Yep. There you go. <laughs> Let's see. Um, oh, here, how about this one? T-H-O-T. Too hot on toilet. <laughs> nope. Nope. That hoe over there. <laughs> That's way better than what I said. Yeah. The number eight. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Like, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Eight. It's the number eight space dash. Balls? Close. <laughs> Oral sex. Oral sex. <laughs> That's dumb. Hold on, let me see if I could. Let me see. Uh, let me. There's a lot of these. Oh, um, GYPO. I bet like no one actually even uses these. I bet this is like one of those, you know, like what the teens are using today, but like they actually don't use these. G GYPO. Uh. Get your. 
Oh, wait, what? I don't know. What? Get, get, your, get your pants off. You were so get close. Get your pants off? Yeah. Prawn. You know prawn is, though, right? P-R-O-N. Prawn. Isn't it porn? Yep. That was that the only... That was I, only, I guess I do know that one. I had that one, and I had, the only other one I knew was 420, which is marijuana. And, marijuana. Uh, yeah. One of the, the one that I would get if I just thought about it was the number 5, the number 3, and X. What are those, then? Sex. It's just like an abbreviation for sex. Like, oh, that's dumb. Yeah, it's like, you remember when you used to do the calculator? That was not, I thought that quiz was going to be more, I don't know. This one doesn't even seem broken. Hung broken? Over, yeah, hungover from alcohol. So essentially... Oh, <clears throat> I'm so broken. So groked. It's here. <laughs> I might use that. That sounds cool. Oh, I'm so groped today. <laughs> the 28... So you were saying no one uses these, but this came from... The 28 inter acronyms, which I learned from Greer, which was a study that she was talking about, yeah. as well as sites such as noslang.com, netlingo.com and from Cool Moms Tech 99 acronym and phrases that every parent should know. So Yeah, that sounds like not good sources. Why didn't they just check Urban Dictionary? I feel like that's way more reputable. <laughs> so That's um, not even listed on there. I know, it's not. It's not. Um, so um, before we uh, go into the... the oh the, yeah, no. What? 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 I mean, two other things to mention in tech news. I don't know if they're what you're going to say is... Uh, that there's now more Instagram users than there are Twitter users, which I was surprised about. Oh, speaking of Instagram, which, by the way, is amazing that they have more than Twitter, but my wife is in China right now, and she was meeting up with some startup companies, and yeah. she, she was like, oh, you know, blah, 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 you know, companies like Instagram, Pinterest, right? And these Chinese business people were just, like, staring at her blank-faced. Like, they didn't know what it was? They didn't know what Instagram or Pinterest was, yeah. They're like the some of the biggest sites in the world, but <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that's I think even though we are live tweeting or doing a show on Twitter, I think Instagram is better than Twitter because I like the whole picture idea rather than the words. But I mean, it's a different kind of thing. But uh, and then the other thing was that today, Xbox finally. Oversold PS4, so total uh, units sold is more, which I was I thought, kind of surprised about. I thought it was just for the month. I didn't think it was total. I was. I think it means total. I guess I, maybe I misunderstood that, but no, it was just it was just the number one selling console for November and ending the PlayStation 4's almost year long top spot. Oh, just for the month. So there's yeah. is there still more PS4s than Xbox Ones? I would say there's probably maybe fifty percent more PS4s. I know that's what I thought. That's why I thought that was such a big thing. Uh, that's not that big then. No, it's not a big deal. And also, PS4 gets a bit a bit of a heads up because they are in more regions than the Xbox. Still, so, yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's good for Xbox. I have an Xbox One. I like it. I use it. When I hang up with you tonight, I'm gonna go back playing it. <laughs> so, what are you playing? I'm playing GTA V. Yeah. Are you playing the story? No, I'm playing the multiplayer. It's fun. I know. Are you playing with your friends or just randoms? Um, have you been drive-by shot yet? I haven't. Sometimes people just come out and kill you. I was I was dr driven by shot like four times before I got on this show tonight. <laughs> um, Those jerks. 
Yeah. So, by the way, if you want to play Xbox One GTA Five with me, uh, you can find me online on Xbox Live with my username Parlance. No oh, man, this that's a that's that's quite the shout out there. You're looking for some Xbox action. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I had I did want to talk about something, and now like uh, you you derailed me, and before Sorry. we went into I know I I wanted to get those in before we transitioned. Yeah, so let's uh, let's get into the the movie. We don't want to remember your thing. I don't know what my thing was. I forgot it. You you took it out of there. You took it. Oh out. man, talk about talking over. I know. Well, whatever. It's okay. So yeah, the movie then. Yeah. So Review let's rule it. Hey everybody, this is the part of the show where we do review roulette. Where Fresher, that's him, and me, Parlance, randomly select a title from the Netflix catalog. Then we review it the following week, right, Fresher? That's right, but it's not so much a review as just going over a play-by-play, but we do give it a number rating at the end. Right, and last week's film, or we should say like three weeks ago film... I know, three right? Weeks ago film, plenty of time. There's no excuse you guys didn't see it, because there's plenty of time. Seriously. Was the 2012 Korean film directed by Chang Min Chu called Masquerade. Now, this was a more longer film than we usually select, 131 minutes. Yeah, 131 minutes. What did you think of Masquerade? I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it was like... You were saying it was just like some other movie that's the same plot, because the plot was like super simple. It's just basically the guy gets sick, and then they have a replacement guy come in and fake being the king of Korea. In, like, classic Korea, like, I don't know when... It's, like, during the Ming Dynasty or whatever. I don't know what years that is. But I liked it. I didn't... I haven't really seen that many classic Korean scenarios, so, like, all of the stuff is cool. I don't... I'm not into Korean hats. Dude, the Korean hats! What was going on with the... That was gonna... For me, that was a... It was a history lesson in Korean hats, dude. Yeah, me too. I mean, that's what... Yeah, that was cool, but I wasn't into the hats. So I'm going to read you the plot synopsis for Dave the movie. And then I'm going to read oh, you the... Oh, that's the other movie that you said it's like, Dave. Yeah, yeah. And then, you t- and then I'm going to read the plot synopsis for Masquerade. Yeah, I mean, I think they're pretty much... It's just like the same idea. It's not an original idea, but... I mean, it was pretty good, though. And, like, it was kind of like... It was kind of comedic that, like... The stuff he did was not realistic. Like, if you were really trying to fake being the king, he did not do a good job. Like, he was being totally not passable. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. But anyway... But, like, he got away with it, and, like, no one even noticed, I guess? I don't know. It was so kind let's, of well, no, people did notice, but they just let it go. So let's let's give a brief summation of the plot. This is, uh... What what year is this in Korea? I don't even know. What was the year? It's, it was during the Ming Dynasty, because that's, like... Oh, I don't know how long that was. Towards the end, I guess, of that. So, um, the king of Korea um, is fearing for his life and um, starts to use a duplicate to sleep in his, is looking for a duplicate to sleep in his place at night when he goes off to have sex with his mistress. And in the process of doing this, he gets drugged and incapacitated, and the person that he was using, they were using as a... Mas- masquerade. Yeah. Um, comes in and fills in the role of the king while the actual king is getting healed. Yeah. 
That's the gist. Now, what happens during the plot of the movie is that the actor that comes on board um, starts to realize that this, the whole situation has been completely effed up. Um, the, the, the king was a maniacal, like, egomaniacal, like, goofball who was treacherous and evil and paranoid and was not very good at and efficient at protecting the people and managing the government. I mean, I, I feel like that's a way worse outlook of the king. I didn't say it was that bad. He was just becoming corrupt because his whole, like, council was corrupt. No, no, he was, like, angry. He was always yelling at people to, like, do this, do that, and he was super paranoid. He was yelling at the food taster to, to really eat his food and, like, do all that crazy shit because he was just, like, constantly under, like... Well, I mean, because it, he was paranoid because uh, it was such, like, political strife that he thought he was going to get uh, assassinated. Right, but... I, it was his political situation that made him like that, basically. So, yeah, but he wanted to, at the end, spoiler alert, but he wanted to kill the guy at the end. Who? The master. Oh, yeah, I know, because you can't let that guy, I mean, if someone is <laughs> imitating, like, King or whatever, they're going to let him live. They hired him specifically to do that, and then he wants to kill him after doing him a favor? Yeah, I mean, he was going to, it wasn't a favor. I mean, he's the king. I don't this know. this is my point. He wasn't a nice guy. <laughs> He didn't like his wife. He was having. He was trying to dispose of his wife because he got some concubine pregnant, and he wanted to bring that person in to be a queen. He wasn't a good guy. Well, no, I feel like you missed most of the story then, because he didn't. He wanted to get rid of the wife because the brother was um, like committed treason, and the wife was also from another part of Korea that was different, and so like <laughs> no. it wasn't as like good. No, like the for brother, him to be with her. The brother didn't commit treason. The brother no, he, just, well, he did, except for that it wasn't actually that bad. Because he just talked back to the king. That's my point. But I mean it's still like I don't know. So I as I, as I was saying, the the fake king um starts to realize and seeing and <clears throat> first off he's completely inept at the start. But then he realizes that he may actually be able to make a difference in this role. And he starts to study with the help of his eunuch, his eunuch servant. Yeah. So he starts reading at night, and if he starts to become a, a, a compassionate ruler of the kingdom. Yeah, and like um, yeah, everyone starts to like him, and he starts making actual decisions rather than just what his like uh, guy is telling him to do. Right. And the and the most important one was the the landowner property tax, where the people who have more give more to support the people who have less. Classic, right? And um, so the what happens is is that the he was avoiding the queen and avoiding the queen and avoiding the queen because and, they would notice they would notice his differences. Um, but ultimately, like he ends up. Uh, spending time with the queen, and I would say falling in love. Would you say falling in love? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But they didn't... he took her the boner, even though he specifically wasn't supposed to. <laughs> and uh, anyway, he, they... Like, she... I don't know how she wouldn't have realized to start about that. I know, she didn't well... even know way far, like, that... Yeah, the whole thing of them not knowing that this was the guy was stupid. Like, he was not passable. Like, he was being ridiculous. Like, there's no way that he was anything like the other king in the way that he acted. 
Right. So, and also, the, like, all of these, like, things, so, like, apparently, like, the royal doctors and stuff, like, check his stool every day for, like, you know, disease and whatever, they would totally notice. And they were not in on it. There was only two people in on it. Yeah, they didn't notice, and they tasted his poo. I know, and that's gross. His, his poo would taste different if it was a different person. Yeah, I, you'd think, otherwise they're not, or at least for whatever they'd notice, like, if they're doing anything, like, empirical. But, um, so you're bringing Merlin up now. I had to. He's been sitting on my lap. He's been annoying me. I'm just bringing him up, putting him on here, and then he's going to go. So That's cool. I had, Jeff was here, but then he, like, went away. I don't know where he is now. So anyway... You can't have an animal off. So then his bodyguard, which, by the way, his bodyguard gets down on one knee to say, like, I'm so sorry or whatever, and realizes by looking at him that his hands are different. Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, the thing that tipped him off. That's dumb. No, then the next thing that tipped him off is when the guy, the king was going to meet in the middle of the night with the queen because the queen wanted to meet him. Yeah. Um, he did, like, a weird saunter, like a funny walk, and that was what made him think that it was somebody else. A walk. Because it was the same walk. Because that's the security guy who saw him, and, like, he was pissed at him for uh, performing, being, like, disrespectful. Right. And like, the first scene or whatever. Right. So, but. he comes and puts a knife to his, the, the king's neck while he's with the queen. And yeah. challenges him and says he's not the real king. Um, some drama ensues where the lady's like, if the queen's like, if this was the king, he'll know where I have a small reddish birthmark on my body. Yeah. And because she tried to kill herself previously and her dress opened up a little bit... He, like, um, kind of had a flashing memory or whatever, which was also dumb and convenient. Totally dumb and totally convenient. He's, <laughs> like, on her left bosom. And yeah. Then, and, and because he had seen it, and the, the guy was, like, so ashamed, and then he, like, was... He was, like, I'm going to kill myself. I'm so ashamed. I'm going to kill myself. And then... Uh, um, the king stopped him, or the imposter king stopped him from killing himself, and then he fell in the water. And then he had, then that guy had allegiance to him for the rest of the movie. Because he gave though, him a talking to that says, like, do you know why I'm upset at you? And he said, like, for trying to kill you? It's like, no, it's because you tried to kill yourself, and you're too important to die. Like, you're supposed to protect me. Or He had some sort of heartfelt speech, and that's what gave him his allegiance. Right, and uh, this was all the same time where he was finally coming into his own as a leader um, in in the movie. So uh, as the the plot progresses, the uh, new king is coming out of his stupor from being drugged by opium. That must have been a lot of opium to put him out that long. I know, um, yeah, seriously. And uh, the all the bad guys that are in the council are starting to slowly realize this is all coming to a head that this guy's a, a fake because he doesn't have the scar on his uh, chest. chest, which was given to him in a battle against the Ming Dynasty or for the Ming Dynasty. It was from, yeah. And uh, so now they're conspiring to get military to go and uh, get him. At the same time, the person that was kind of doing this whole dupe, which was the right-hand man to the king, who was also tending to the king... Uh, and counseling him. Um, it was the Secretary of State or something. Yeah, the Secretary of State. He w was now willing to kill the king, right? Yeah. 
to let this guy maintain himself being the king. Yeah. So what I didn't understand with the whole willing to kill the king thing, like at this point they kind of diverged, so you what didn't know what was happening because which which who who's who, but they sent those ninjas out to kill the real king in the thing, but then he wasn't there or something. But who sent the ninjas? The bad guys, the other bad council guys. Because then they found out where he was or something. Right, because they knew he was there because they knew there was two kings. So yeah. they, they didn't really say it, but that's what it was. They sent those ninjas out to kill it, uh, to kill him. But I didn't understand that either because why would he do that? Or what, uh, but yeah, they didn't, didn't need that scene at all. Like, it didn't help. It didn't make sense. It didn't make sense, but then now that I think about it, those same guards were the yeah. ones that showed up at the end of the movie to kill the escaping masquerader. Oh, really? Oh. Do you remember when the guy did the last stand at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, I, it's, so I'm wondering if the real king sent those ninjas to go kill the other king, the, the fake king. And yeah. he was supposed to be sleeping in that thing, but he had already left in the middle of the night to not be dead. Oh, and yeah, he, maybe that's what it was. And he was getting assistance from the guy, the security guy, who, like wanted to, like, essentially gave his fealty to this guy because he helped him restore his honor and make him yeah, feel important. Yeah. yeah. That's, I what I, that's what I think happened. That makes sense. But... So anyway, all this army, they're coming to usurp the king. They say, you're an imposter, you're a fake one. But there was a switcheroo. They're like, show us your scar, otherwise we're going to kill you. And they... There's a bunch of build-up. There's a bunch of build-up to this. And the guy opens up his shirt, and they kind of don't even reveal it for like a good twenty to thirty seconds, right? They were yeah. cutting around it, and he does have the scar because they did a switcheroo. And yeah, but it, it wasn't clear at that point, so that was like probably the main spoiler alert of the whole thing. Yeah, that was definitely the main spoiler alert of the whole thing. And then the 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 guard, which we already alluded to, is walking with the king. He pulls out his sword, the fake king, and he he. Uh, he, the fake king thinks he's going to die, but the guy pulls out his sword. He's like, run, run, run to the port. And then that guy that he that's pled, like essentially showed his fealty to the fake king turns around and fights these four, I would call them, what, Korean ninjas? Yeah. And and uh, does he die in battle? Yeah, he totally dies. But then the and, fake king comes back to watch him die, which was dumb. I know, totally dumb. Like, totally dumb. Yeah. That stupid. Dumb. That scene was stupid. And then at the very end, when he's on the boat heading to wherever, wearing that yeah. stupid hat. Oh, my God, that hat was so stupid. I mean, all the hat, I wasn't in the Korean hat. Also, like, for being, like, 1600s Korea or whatever, how do they make those hats? They look really intricate. And also, for zero point, they're 100% fashion. Like, they didn't do anything. The ones have, like, they almost look like a really bad George Lucas creation. They had, like, the, like... Like little wave things on the, you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. weird, like horns or tusks. That's weird. I mean, I know that those are real traditional Korean hats. Like they had stuff like that, but it's just weird. It was definitely weird. So but anyway, yeah, then the state of uh, the Secretary of State guy was on the dock, and he like gave him like a nod or whatever. Right. That was disappointing to me because I thought for sure they were going to close that love story, and they didn't. It was like, you're thinking about, like, they're going to close the love story with the wife, the girl, yeah. the queen. But no, she doesn't show up. The other dude yeah, shows just, up. it was in the end. Like, it didn't, it just dropped it. Yeah. And then it was crazy. The, did you read the subtitles at the very end? I did read the subtitles, and that was so bizarre. Because yeah, they just said, like, 
you know, he, like, left or whatever, and then, like, the other king was overthrown, like, two years later, and, uh, I don't know, something like that. No, it's, uh, he's, wait, no, they said that he was the first, e- first ever king to implement tax codes that favored the poor. But then they said he got killed. I know, but I, it, it was, but it, it was, this is what I don't get. If the story was historically accurate, right, yeah. as in that guy actually existed, then they're totally, like, refuting that he was actually any good at all because the only good decision came from the fake fucking king. Yeah, I know. Yeah, is it historic? I didn't think it was historic. Yeah, they didn't. It was weird. That was weird. I did not like the end credits of, like, the little text at the end. To me, it made no sense. Um, Okay, so let's... uh, I'm going to say this for sure. Yeah, let's let's rate this thing. Let's rate this bad boy. I... I'm going to tell you right now that it's definitely not as good as um, 13 Assassins. Oh, yeah, no. 13 Assassins was super good. That was, like, way good. Okay, so you want to give your your review first? Uh, Yeah, so I... Kind of high. I did like this movie. I mean, it had a lot of dumb parts, but I liked that the the super classic Korean-ness, and it, it wasn't really serious. It was more like a comedy, like, not super believable. It was like a like a romantic comedy type situation where it's just kind of goofy and like not believable. But uh, it was pretty easy to watch and the historic stuff was cool. So I gave it a seven because I would suggest it to people. Wow. I was going to give it a... Was or you are. No. I was going to give it a seven, but then after we were talking about it, and with the the subtitles and the inconsistency with the plot at the end... I'm going to give it a six and a half. I think that's reasonable. I mean, it wasn't like... So that's a seven and a six. That's 6.75, I think, right? Yeah. So our overall Fresh and Par rating for Masquerade, 6.75. All right, let's pick a new movie here. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, I would definitely suggest it. It's just like a story. It's not, I don't know. It I was defi- a different kind of movie. Here's the thing: I definitely liked the um, the I I all those things you said. I like I like the Koreanness yeah. of it. I like the the history of it. Uh, frankly, I'm less offended by the hats than you are. I just found them to be interesting. Yeah. Um, I, but like there was just it wasn't per- it wasn't perfect. It was just like a little flawed. So I can't like give a massive. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But so I got a movie. All right, what'd you get? I, maybe you've seen this. I haven't. Oh wait, no, it released recently. So I got Dead Man's Burden. Dead it looks like an old classic movie you probably would have seen, but actually, I guess it's not. 2012, in 1870, Homestead Martin McCall wants to sell the family farm in New Mexico and move with her husband. Wait, what? Homestead. Oh, Martha. Yeah. Did I say that? I don't know. Heck to San Francisco, but uh, now I'm confused at how I read it. But that is returning away. Who was presumed dead in the Civil War throws her plans into turmoil. I don't know. It's some sort of old Western movie. It looks classic-y, but I guess it's not. Ninety-three <laughs> minutes. All right, I got 
The Gambler. Dude, that sounds cool. James Kahn stars as Axel Freed, a literature professor with a gambling addiction that's destroying his life. After a bad run at the casino leaves him $44,000 in debt to a mobster, mobster he, train, he tries in vain to win the money back. Release year, 1974, rated R, 110 minutes. 1924? 74. Oh, 74. Hmm. I don't know. That's a tough one. How, wait, how long is it? 110 minutes. What year was yours? 2012. It looks super classic-y, but, like, I just sent you a link. I'd, 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 pick the, I'd pick mine, I guess. I don't know. I like yours, but I don't know. This one's shorter, too. 71%. Mine is uh, 86%. Hold on. It's a toss-up. I, I don't know. It is a toss-up. You want to flip a coin? Uh, okay. How? Don't we have a Do coin? Have a coin? No. All right. <laughs> All right, let's. I like a, vote, a Twitter vote. We'll give we'll give people until uh, ten fifteen two minutes to put in yeah. two cents. We have the Gambler starring James Caan, nineteen seventy four, or Dead Man's Burden, uh, Homesteader, Martha McCall. It's a I don't know something with Civil War. Uh, and it's Texas. just like a western. They want to move, or I don't know. It's a western. Basically, that's all I got from it. From 12-2012. Tw there is not one person I know in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got we got some tweets, tweet action. Graham's going with uh, the gambler. You know what's so funny, dude? I was just looking down at the film, the reviews here, yeah. and I see here Laramie Legal is a reviewer, and and we used to work with him at Film.com. Really? Yeah, he's one of the featured reviews on this page. What does it? Fe where, what's his review from? Film.com. Oh, <laughs> cool. So we got one vote for the gambler. So I have to lean towards that. All right, what there it is. Cover? It does not look like a 1974 cover. What does it look like? I don't know. It looks like a 1990s cover. It looks like a 1990s reimagining of a 1970s film. But it's the, it is the 1970s. All right, well, it's the gambler then. There it is. Making the call. The gambler, the gambler. That's our movie. That's our movie. And we're right. going to watch that next week. So please uh, watch it um, and enjoy it and then follow along next week. So now it's time to do a little bit of Twitter uh, Twitter plugs and stuff like that. So, uh, oh, Oh, now I know what I wanted to talk about earlier. Yeah, I just that reminded me too. That reminded me too. Yeah. Next week, we are oh. going to what? Mine was different. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go, go, go. Next week, we are going to bring in Adam from the Prodigal Sons podcast, who is going to take the pro. Gamergate stance that it's about credible video game journalism, and I am going to talk about how Gamergate represents misogyny and bad things. He's coming on next week. 
And I'm going to be here as a bystander who is doesn't know very much about Gamergate and just give willy-nilly comments all over the place. So that is an important episode. It's been highly touted. There's a lot of people who have interests in both sides of this argument. Uh, they've been talking about it a lot uh, on the Prodigal Sons podcast. Um, and speaking of the Prodigal Sons podcast, I wanted to give a... We are trying to get a, a little network here going. Um, so, we need uh, a re- name for the network. Do they have a name for it? They don't, and that's something we need to input. And I've been oh, meaning to get... Yeah, they don't, yeah, they don't have a name for it yet. Yet to be named network. But uh, So check out our friends at longboxheroes.com, the Longbox Heroes podcast. They're a good bunch of guys. I started listening to it a little bit more regularly. Um, they do mention us, at least in the latest episode they mentioned us. Uh, check out the Prodigal Sons podcast. Uh, those That's who Adam and Brian has done a guest spot on this show before. He's a good guy. Um, they're all good guys, actually. I shouldn't say that one and call them out as individual. They're all good guys. And then, additionally, uh, there's that distractions, which is a combination of some people from um, the uh, Prodigal Sons and some people from the Longbox Heroes combining together to doing another podcast about being a parent and a nerd. So if you want to uh, listen to those, check them out. Uh, that's uh, longboxheroes.com, prodigalsonspodcast.com, and dadstractions.com. And those, also, are, those, are the, those are the shows. So if you want to uh, reach out to us, we're always available on Twitter, at Fresh and Par, or on our Facebook or YouTube page. Please reach out anytime. We love to comment. We wish we commented more out to you guys. We wish we had a better community. One day we will, but it doesn't matter. If you have some questions, concerns, topics, tips, tricks, cheat codes, send them our way, and we'll talk about it on the show. And also, haven't got too much traction, but I still have these uh, desk ornaments. Turn it. Oh, you got it right this time. I tried. Desk ornaments that I 3D printed from the show. And uh, if you email us at the show at freshroomparlance.com, I can send you one of these as a gift. And uh, at some point, I might embroider something cool like this. It won't be as cool as 3D printing. I mean, 3D printing is way cooler. But it's kind of like 3D printing. It's just fabric printing. But so anyways. I think, think that about does it for this week's show. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate you listening to us and making it all the way through to, what is that, 78 minutes. That's a long show. So thanks again, and see you yeah, next thanks. week. This is Parland saying toodaloo. And this is Fresher saying later, taters. Oh, boy. <laughs>